feeling hot, hot, hot. Do, do, do. Oh, feeling hot, hot, hot. Hello. Welcome to one last late night talk show with I, Clayton Young. Clayton with a K, Young with a Y. That's right. That is May. And of course, it being beyond reason, understanding, and consistent voice work. And what else is going on? Well, we're in season six, as you may have heard in any of the previous episodes. Uh, usually, we invite on guests from all time, space, and reality to answer the ultimate of life's questions. Does their life have meaning? But right now, we are in hell. And it's getting a little bit, it's getting a little bit repetitive, I feel like. No offense to any of the previous guests or anybody who's come on, but we just had a lot of demons, we have a lot of people, and just, everything's really been a little bit samey. What I really want is to just explore hell inside its different alcoves, its different regions, its different worlds and whatnot, and to understand what it means to be whoever the person is who comes on the show. But let's not get bogged down with narrative subtext and, you know, different structural things. I, of course, need to welcome on my co-host with the most host, the love of my life, my son, uh, it's weird. Let me explain later. <laughs> Please welcome Tent Brentley. It looks like he's getting tortured. He's having to reverse into a... He's doing like a... What is it? Like a three-point turn in a very busy intersection. Yeah, he looks... He looks miserable. That's a pretty good torture that I can see over there. Uh, now, what else do I need to mention up at the top of this show? Um, let me have a little bit of a rethink. I feel like... Here's the thing that I'm thinking about. We think about the structure of the show. We're on season six. At the end of last season, of course, I did die. And it was very sad. If I'm being honest with myself, I feel like I didn't really ever hit me. I feel like we just jumped in. We're in hell. And then we're doing other crazy hijinks. It might be a good idea for us to just take a moment and just breathe in it. You know, to accept that I am dead. Ten Brindley is dead. And we are in hell. So it's probably bad for a uh, for an audio production. But... We're just going to take a minute of silence. I'm not quite sure why I would tent. I don't know why I would set up a moment of silence. I don't know what the intention would be for me to do that. I feel like that's only going to be a pretty bad time for the listener tent. I don't, but I'm fully committed to it. It's only been like 10 seconds and I'm already freaking out. I thought I realized in this moment, I don't think in my entire life as Clayton Young, I have ever had a moment of silence. I think I've always been blaringly loud screaming at people. And this is terrifying me. It's only been like 30 seconds and it's freaking me the fuck out, Tent. It's too much silence. It's like all the invasive thoughts are coming at me all at once. And all I'm doing is staring at the clock waiting. I don't like it. But it's 45 seconds. So at this point, I might as well might as well kind of like live it out. Okay, 10, 9, 8... Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. Minute of silence over. And it was perfectly silent, as you would have heard. Now, we're about to jump into the episode, but before we get into it, let me just say, what you're about to hear is going to be the worst thing you have ever heard in your entire life. Your hair is going to stand up on end like you've been shocked inside a Hanna-Barbera cartoon. Your feet are going to be skedaddling out of the room inside a sort of circular, sonic-like motion where it kind of like all spins around and zip, you're out of there. Your eyes are going to fall out from your skull, land inside a punch bowl and be used as uh, kind of like ice cubes inside a, a horror cartoon kind of thing. One of my, like an Adams Family kind of style thing. Of course, welcome to One Last Late Night Talk Show. One Last Late Night Talk Show. One Last Late Night Talk Show. Just sit down and discuss the news. Play a get interviewed. Sing a song to barbecues. Watch a clip, it's on review. One Last Late Night Talk Show is on right now. Hello. 
Welcome back to one last late night talk show. We're of course here. It does remind me in this moment, before we fully jump into the episode, I think this episode is going to come out like right before Halloween. And I just mentioned uh, the Adams Family. So I don't know if that's relevant, but I guess this is the Halloween episode. Boo, you are spooked. Okay, welcoming out our guest for the evening, please. An uproarious applause for Tracy Winkleman. Hi, darling. Hello, Tracy. Please take a seat upon one of the couchings. Oh, thank you. I'll just sit here. Very comfy. Where's it from? Oh, it's from Fantastic Furniture. Oh, my God, I love that place. And, you know, I was just in there the other day and they were sort of, you know, letting me round and I saw some nice bargains there, you know, and I thought to myself, oh, darling, Tracy, could you do with another sofa? And I thought, no, Trevor might get annoyed at that. So Who's Trevor? Is this your partner? Trevor's my husband. Oh. Uh, he's here as well. Well, not here today, obviously. He's not the guest. <laughs> <laughs> it's my turn. Uh, but yeah, so we live down here. We've been here a few years now. It's oh, lovely. so you passed away a few years ago? Yes. Yes. How are you enjoying hell? You said it's lovely? Yeah. Well, do you know what? First, it gets, you know, the heat gets a little bit of time to get used to. Oh, don't I knew it. Yeah. So, and I thought, do you know what, Trace? Just imagine you're on a holiday in Spain. And as soon as I did that, it was fine. And how's uh, Trevor's doing well as well? Yeah, Trevor's doing all right. He gets a bit grumpy from time to time. He says he can't, he doesn't want to stay here forever. And I was like, well, that's the point, isn't it, darling? We have to be here together forever. So. Is it the reason why, and I don't mean to poke and prod at your own personal life. Oh, don't worry, darling. I love a good gossip. Ask away. Okay. Well, is the reason why Trevor doesn't want to be here less to do with hell and more to do with yourself? Oh, no. Don't be silly, darling. He knows. And I don't mean to be rude. No, no, no. He's not got enough personality to be with anyone else. So, you know, he's, he's stuck with me. He's deficient in personality. Yeah. What does he generally do with his time? Sorry, I feel rude asking about your partner and no, nothing about you. No. But what, how does he spend his days? Well, he, he loves staring at the walls. That's that's one of his favourite topics. Topics? <laughs> that's one of his favourite hobbies at the moment. Uh, what else he likes? And what do you do while he's staring at the walls? Oh, do you know what? I get, a, I get along with, you know, I might do a bit of cleaning. I might sort of try and re- read a book for satanic verses, get myself in the mood, you know. Um, and then when he's finished on staring at the wall, he might go out and do some gardening. Well, I think we have a clip of you just hanging out. We're quick into a clip, but I think we have a clip of you hanging out at home. Play the clip. Morning, Trevor. How's it going? Just don't interrupt my wall time. Okay. All right, Trevor. Now, listen, I'll give you 20 minutes wall time today, but then you must stop. You'll get square eyes. I'm just, I'm, the bubbles are perfect today. It's perfect. Like the paint is just running over them so well. And I just, I just need space. Okay, Trevor. Okay, right. I'll allow you a bit of space, but then we've got to get out. What about your gardening? Look, I know. I'll get to the gar- I'll get to the yeah. gardening. I'll get to the gardening. You just enjoy your satanic, satanic verses. I'm just gonna stare at this sexy wall. Okay. All right. Um, well, I'll oh, just... it's so flat. Oh, um, Trevor, can you can you not look? I, I know. Look, I know we've not done it in a while, but I'm sure. I, but baby, 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 baby. No, 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 no. Hang on. Look, I'm, I'm not staring at the wall. Hey, hey, Tracy, the wall isn't a substitute for our, you know, sexuality. The wall is its own thing. Right. Like, I can love you and I can love the wall. Trevor, 
It's an inanimate object. What? Oh, hang on. I'm blocking the wall's ears. Hang on. Let me put my hands all over it. Hey, don't say that about the wall. Listen, the wall is a wall. It's not a person. It's not a thing. And quite frankly... It is a thing. It is a thing. It's my thing. You're weird. Stop being weird, okay? Look. You got your satanic books. You're like super into those. Yeah, I know, but that's just because they're massive page turners. But can you imagine if we were down the club and I said, hey, this is my husband Trevor and he just loves walls. Well, don't air out my dirty laundry. I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's my own personal kink, my own little thing, you know? Right. Well. Can you apologize? Actually, sorry. Can you apologize to the wall? Can I apologise to a wall? Yeah. The w- Trevor, we've been over this. The wall is not a person. It's not got personality. It's not an object. Therefore, I don't have to apologise to it. The person who should be apologising is you to me. You don't pay me any attention anymore. You're just so obsessed with this wall. I'm trying. I'm trying to pay you attention, okay? okay. It's just you're not... There's no bubbles. There's no. There's no white grain. There's no flatness. There's no... You don't embody... Hey, you used to love my curves and now you're saying there's no flatness. Okay, again, I love you for who you are and I love the wall for who they are. It's just... I'm. I, okay, fine, 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 fine. I'll admit it. I don't love you anymore. What? I love the wall! Okay, this has gone far, far enough. I'm going to book us in with appointment with Satan, okay? We need to have a work. Maybe we should just move. We just need to go somewhere else in hell. Somewhere okay. without walls, perhaps. No, well, it's going to need walls. Yeah, well, it's we- definitely... Oh, maybe like a duplex. Then we get two levels of walls, and one of those levels okay, is somebody okay, else's property, and okay. I'm not supposed to be with them. Okay, and then we have, like, two different lots of walls really for me about? to be with. What's this really about? Are you upset because we've ended up here rather than, you know, upstairs, as it were? If I'm being honest with myself, and I know you're trying to find for fight for, like, some sort of truth behind my yeah. desires and lust, but... If I'm being fully honest with who I am as a person and who you are and where we are, I just really want to fuck this wall. There's not, there's nothing else. There's no like, I feel amiss. There's no, I regret my life. It's nothing. It's just that I got to hell and I saw a wall and from across the room, my eyes glittered and I wanted to be with it. Well, that's very hurtful, Trevor. But I must ask you, what? Okay. If you're not okay. going to agree, no, if you're going to no, 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 no. Okay, all right, we'll try it. We'll try it. Okay, I'm going to look at this wall. I just need to try and imagine what, what. Well, I don't want you with the wall. Okay. Well, you don't get to choose. <laughs> you don't get to choose who's with the wall. Now, what <sighs> do you see? What's attractive to you about this wall? I'm going to sit and look at this. I'm going to tell you what. Let's do a little swap. Here's some satanic verses. Okay. Oh, okay, caught that. And uh, I'm going to sit and stare at the wall. We'll do it for 20 minutes and we'll see if we can, you know, live in each other's shoes for a bit. So okay, what it's like is a it cuckold that- kind of thing. Okay, I'm cool with that. So what is it that you see when you look at this wall? Well, I mean, it's got the bubbles. Right, which so you look great. at the bubbles. Mm-hmm. Yeah, bubbles are good. The grain. All right, I'm looking at the grain. There's also like a, like usually walls have a smoothness to them, but there's mm-hmm. like touches of craftsmanship. Oh, you can see where a paintbrush didn't just do a single stroke down. It had a bit of a flourish off to the side. Oh, yeah, I can see that. That's quite And when you place beautiful. your hands up against it, you can feel beneath where there is hollow and beneath where there is a stud. Oh, I don't know if I could put my hands up against it. Try. Let me just try. Oh, that's quite nice, actually. How about you try hammering the snail? <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Oh, my yeah. God. I love it. 
I love it. Okay. Trevor. Let's mount a bike rack. Yes. 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 And I believe that was the clip. Okay, so you're you're very into walls, it sounds like. Yeah, well, I think it's just, you know, a passing phase. Me and my husband are going through, you know. Yeah, we love yeah. walls. Uh, you know, we're considering building, you know, living somewhere with more walls. We Maybe a maze. A maze, maze is just maze. all walls. Yes. Oh, my God. Living in a maze, we'd have one hell of a ride. Just next time you see a wall, try it yourself. I, I knocked it. Hand up to it. Hands up to it. And just really embrace that wall. You'll never look at walls again. Ever was again. there any pretense to this? Like when you were alive before, do you have any interest in walls or? No, not really. I mean, I once saw a documentary on dry stone walling. Um, I watched it for 10 minutes, then fell asleep. So in life completely. Well, what did you do in life? What was your career? What was your job? My uh, my career is I worked in HR. Sure. For, um, for a... a for a health health firm. Oh, a health a health firm. Yeah, health, health firm. firm. You know, like you get uh, you get you know doctors' practices and stuff, but this is a health firm. So you know they do like oh they offer like oh we do physio, we yeah, do chiropractic. Exactly. They offer the whole range of things. Yeah, they're who you go to when uh, when the NHS waiting list is too long and you don't quite have enough money for proper private insurance. So we're sort of. The people, the in-between people that you go to that you don't really want to go and to. And what did you do in the HR environment? Like, what were you mainly dealing with? Uh, staples. Staples? Yeah. Like, in terms of people, are yes. you just ordering staples? Ordering or? staples, yeah. Ordering staples, like, there are lots of staples. We go, you'd be surprised how many staples. So. Well, look, I believe we have a clip of you ordering staples. Play the clip. Yeah, hi, Sharon. Uh, it's it's Tracy again. Yeah, I just wanted to um, just wanted to see check up on that order of staples. I ordered three thousand two hundred and twenty one. Yeah, but trying to get it in, it's just it's a pretty large quantity of staples and a very specific amount. So we're just trying to divvy it up into boxes and put it out for shipping. Yeah, but are you sure you don't want like a stapler or anything? It'd be easier for us to. You know, uh, package everything together in one whole order. No, no. As I as requested, I wanted them all loose. Tracy, how are the staples coming? Uh, um, uh, they, they're on their way, Simon. I need these staples. Simon, I know. Believe me, I know. This place is running low on staples. And there I is don't know loose what to documents do. everywhere. I know, I know. It's a HR disaster. It's a HR nightmare. Don't if, worry. If I'll... we get a trip and fall, it's on you. Oh, my God. Okay, I'll get back on the phone. I need those staples now. Okay, look, I'm trying. I don't care how you try. I don't care if you bloody cycle them to me. I don't care if you send them by carrier pigeon. They need to be on my desk tomorrow morning. Otherwise, I'm telling everyone what you did with Tom. Well, this is full-on blackmail. You know... (laughs) There's no level I won't reach when ordering staples. Me Staples. Me... No, say your thing about staples, and then I'll tell you what I did with Tom. Staples are the lifeblood of this... This firm, this health firm needs stables amongst anything else. If we don't have stables, the whole world falls apart. Me, and I'll say my thing, me and Tom, of course, as you know, since you're threatening me, you're fully aware of our tryst. We did a classic Shakespeare-style tryst where we met outside in some, some sort of love affair between our two different houses that were never supposed to meet. And if you let them know that the Capulets and the whatever the last name of the Romeos are together. Montagues. The Montagues are forming bonds. My life is over. Okay? Yeah, well, let's hope the staples arrive on time then. 
I'll try. I'll try, okay? I'll try. Just don't do this to me, please. Okay, well, you know I'm a softie, really. Tracy, where are the staples? We've had three people in the lobby fall down. They slipped on loose pieces of paper. Now there's 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 littered bones all over the floor. Like, people's bones are everywhere. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, all right. Okay, instead of staples, let's just use some elastic bands. Yeah, sorry, did I just hear over the phone? You no longer require the staples. No, You're no, we do thing. require okay, the staples. Okay, well, if we don't need the order, then we can can... I've just cancelled the no, order. No, no! Okay, so that's cancelled. Is there any... Is there any other way I can help you today, Tracy? Give me some elastic bands. Okay, well they're on back order, but I can put in a thing. Let me no, just no, have a look stop on it. that. No, no, you listen to me. I need those staples, okay? Either that, or I'm going to Ryman's in a minute. Ryman's is a stationer's, in case you didn't know what that is. No, I didn't. I mean, look, I work at my own practice, and I'm completely oblivious to the entire industry. I will get you what you need when we are able to procure it for you. And I don't care. You know what, Tracy? Actually, I'm going back on this. I don't care who you tell about my tryst. You can let anybody know. Because guess what? Staples hold us together. And staples, I will not be torn apart by the likes of you. Click, hang up. Oh my god. I'm absolutely fucked. Tracy! Oh, I've just fallen down. Tracy! No! Simon! Tracy, come here! Simon, oh, please, Simon! Please, come here! Speak to me, Simon! Oh, I wish I didn't fall on those loose pieces of paper, <laughs> Tracy! It's all my fault! Please, tell my brother that I miss him! Oh, God! Oh, and then after telling my brother that, oh, I'm going blind. Tell my wife, oh, yeah. go to my brother, tell yeah. him that I miss him. Yeah, okay. Then go to my wife. Right, I'll just get a pen and paper. Yeah, get, get a pen and paper. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I'm dying. Oh, I'm dying on the floor. Okay. Tell my brother I miss him. Tell my wife I love her. The kid's going to have a 50-60 split. Oh, 40-60 split. Right up the wheel. Right up the wheel. Bring up the wheel. Okay, okay I'm Bring up the wheel. Yeah, type it up. I'm type typing, it up. Okay. I'm typing. Okay. Cindy gets 60% because she's always been, like, the, my favorite. Uh, and Todd can have the 40% because he's cool and he deserves stuff, but he's not really, like, a part of the family. Oh, my God. All right. Okay. Tell, tell, tell my wife that they're going to be mad. They're going to be bad about the will. Okay, so she's going to need to like really try to explain the 60-40 split. Should I just call an ambulance? No, call like my that. wife. Get my wife on all the right, phone. All right. <laughs> Darling, are you okay? Oh, I'm dying. Oh, uh, not another stable-related incident. No, yeah, it's another. Tracy's so bad at her job. She's so bad at her job. Oh, I love rezzing her with you. Now, now darling, darling. Now, have you called an ambulance? No, we haven't called an ambulance yet. I want to make sure the wheel's all good. Okay, okay. baby, baby, listen to uh, me. Uh, okay, darling, I'm listening. Todd and whatever my favourite daughter's name is. Yes. Okay, Cindy, maybe. Yep. They're going to be mad about the wheel split. Todd more so because I want to give him 40%. Okay, yes, no, they will be pretty cross about that. Are you sure about this? Uh, no, I think I'm cool with it. I just need to make... You're so cool. I'm dying, by the way. I, I know. I know. See, so you're, di- you're dying. You're dying. And you, are you sure you want to make these last-minute split decisions while you're dying? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think maybe I've got, like, you know, where you, like, see your life and you have clarity at the end of your life. Okay, I think... If I'm giving them a 60-40, I'm now realising you get nothing. <laughs> well, you know, darling, I, I don't need anything. Oh. I just need to know that your love was there the moment you left. Okay, but I want you to promise me something. Uh, of course, anything, darling. <laughs> you won't move on. I will never move on. I 
promise for the rest of my life. Okay, I'm going to put certain checks and balances in place to make sure you never move on. That's the man I love. I'll give 50, I'll give 50 to Cindy, 40 to Todd, and 10% will be a security detail that ensures that you never get with anybody. Hinge will never be downloaded onto my phone. Ah, uh, dead. I believe that was the clip. Yeah, so that was quite an intense day for me. Oh my god! Yeah, I mean, I had a lot of intense days, but that's probably the most intense. That sounds really up there. You have such strange co-workers that you work with. I know, right? They don't look where they're walking. They don't do their jobs. Well, it sounds like you also don't do your job. No, no offense. Excuse me. I tried my (laughs) I tried my best in a failing economy and a massive recession. Okay, okay. You know what? You put me in my place. You're trying your hardest. Yes, absolutely. But you didn't order staples, which seems like a pretty rudimentary thing to do. God, your life's shit, isn't it? Like, your day-to-day job sounds awful. You die. Your husband is now, like, super into walls. I don't know how you do it, honestly. I'll tell you how I do it. I have a big sign in my house that it says, live, laugh, love. <laughs> I've never heard of this before. What does it say again? Live, laugh, love? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, and what do each of those words mean to you? Uh, it just It's just a little philosophy I like to live by, live my life by. I've got to live. Well, I'm dead now. <laughs> but, you know, sort of living your second life. Yeah, try your best. Live, yeah, live, laugh. So I always try and have a little bit of a laugh every day. <laughs> Oh, there we go, your daily laugh. There we go, little laugh. I love that laugh of yours. Can I hear that again? Oh, okay. (laughs) It's so natural. Yeah, oh, thank you. And the last one is love. And love, you know, live, laugh, love. You know, I just love you. When I was back in the real world, you know, I used to love buying those like magnets with like little sayings on them and stuff like that. Like live, laugh, love. Yeah, like live, laugh, love. And, um, you know, life is magic. Put down your... Dust pen and brush and dance around. That was That's such one. a long magnet. <laughs> is this a magnet you've really seen before? It's a really it's a really long magnet. It's a really long magnet. Is yeah. it like on a square and then it's written on there, or is it like cursively and it's perfectly printed as a magnet? It's, like each of the letters is really delicately crafted. Yeah, it's really delicately gra- crafted. Oh. I went to like, you know, one of these farmers markets and got it. Oh, so I just love, you. you know, a little phrase on a magnet or like on the wall or on a picture, you know. Well, I've got two questions to ask mm-hmm. you before we, uh, there's something that's about to happen. Firstly, do you love Trevor? Uh, yes, I love Trevor. Okay. And secondly, do you love commercial breaks? I love commercial breaks. Oh, uh, wonderful. Well, we're going to jump right into one. Play the commercial. Are you ever at home cooking an omelette, enjoying your day when you get a sudden urge to feel down about yourself? Well, here at Wall Magnets with words on them, we offer a delightful relief from the day-to-day monotony. I have right here an example. Uh, Let me just bring this. Can we just bring out the example magnet, please? Live, laugh, love. (laughs) There we go. We have a live, laugh, love, which is like a classic saying. But we also have a variety of other sayings that can derive deeper meaning inside of your life. We can customize them. We can put names on them. We can also do like little flashy effects. We can go all out with these things. We have an example right here. This is my daughter. Uh, She's over here and she's been dealing with some stuff in her personal life and we've just customized a magnet for her that she can deal with. Uh, She hasn't seen this before, so this is the first time she's seen it. This is personalized to her own internal struggles and it's a gift for her if you'd like to read it out, honey. Sarah, you've cost us £25,000. 
80% of this is heating bills just for this year alone. By having a third person in the house, you've increased the heating bills, which are already extortionate because of Brexit and other factors, but let's not go into that. Your second thing you keep buying is bloody avocados all the time. Avocados and the nail polish. And the nail polish. And also the all the Pokemon DVDs. All the Pokemon DVDs. Oh. I've had enough. You need to get out. You're a millennial or Gen Z, perhaps. You need to get out. I don't know. I'm just a dad, you know. You need to get out and uh, do your own thing, just like I did. By the time I was your age, I owned three houses, had three Lamborghinis, and only earned five pounds a year. Vroom, vroom. <laughs> yeah. And that's what you could do with these magnets as well. You want to include on there uh, just kind of like a little bit of a little bit of a brag, right? You want to have on there, I own Lamborghinis, I own a beach house. People think I'm... Gen- and also, you read the bottom of that one. That one's really long, and it's all in cursive. But you read at the bottom there, it also says how cool I am, which is pretty interesting. I'm also really cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on down. Welcome back to One Last Late Night Talk Show. I'm, of course, here with... Let me bring up... I've completely forgotten their name. Tracy Winkleman. Tracy Winkleman is here. Now, of course, Tracy is dealing with... Uh, what were you dealing with again? You had your life where you were a staple person. You died. You deal with wall stuff. Your husband's really into walls. It's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. Yes, that's it, really. I'm sort of, you know, quite happy bumbling along here in hell. I, obviously, we're here for eternity, so I don't feel like in a particular rush. Do you have goals in mind? Oh, well, do you know what? I, I've i always wanted to appear on a reality TV program. Oh, okay. Well, they make a lot of those in hell. They do make a lot of those in hell. What would you say is your main characteristic that would drive you to be hired for one of these roles? Oh, that's a good point. Well, I say I'm just pretty beige myself. Pretty, pretty beige, pretty pretty normal. I'm, I'm just sort of... Everything. Well, that's not going to cut it. I don't want to be rude to you, Tracy, here, but if you want to be on a reality show, you're going to have to have some spunk. You're going to have to be a little bit like, whoa, holy shit, they're evil. Okay, well, okay, so as well as being beige, um, you know, also I've got lots of opinions, you know. There we go. Okay, what's some of your opinions? Um, some of my opinions are, um, for example, I think I think horses are silly. <laughs> You think horses are silly? Yeah. Like, what part of them are silly? Like, trotting around on four legs? Oh, yeah. I just think they're really silly animals, you know? Why is everyone so obsessed with horses? And that's my first opinion. That's your first opinion. I tell you what, that would get you on a reality show straight away. They'd be on the Chiron. It would say, Tracy Wiggleman thinks horses are silly. I think horses are silly. Uh, Another thing is, um, I just think... I don't understand why everyone isn't married by the age of 25. That's another thing. I got okay. married when I was 22 and I thought that was pretty old That's hair. some good shit. That on yeah. a reality show is like somebody else is there and they're 26 and they're not married and you'd be like, I don't know, it feels like you're wasting your life. That's some reality yeah. show gossip. Oh my God, you know, darling. And then just- while you're saying that, not to interrupt, but while you're saying that, you'll also be like, oh, and also horses are pretty silly. Yeah, but it's, you know, my little little nightmare. Can you imagine somebody who works on horses and is like 26 and they're not married? Oh, my, oh God. my God. Some sort of like cowboy on the show? Oh, my God. Oh. Absolutely not. What do you do? So busy being a sheriff of a small town, you can't get, you know, get knuckled down and get married? Yeah. Ugh. Uh, my third opinion is I absolutely love the royal family. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm a big fan, you know. What do you like about the royal fa- the British royal family? The British... It could have been any royal family, yeah, I don't know. To be fair, I, well, I love all royal families. Now, I've got some opinions on them. Like, you know, I think, I think by and large, they're great. Now, 
Charles. Let's just talk about King Charles. Let's just talk about King Charles. Now, he was very rude to Diana, the people of our hearts. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And now he's king. I don't know. I don't know. But, you know, he's moved on. He's found, he's now with his true love and everyone loves an ending. You know, I guess it's sort of a happy ending. But then you get to the ending and it's like, okay, you're done. We're just waiting for them to die at this point. You got your happy ending. We're done. Yeah, he got his happy ending. You know, we're just waiting for William to be on the throne. And, you know, I just love it. The Jubilee, I get to get all my sandwiches out in the garden. You know, sit with everyone, have a little party. Did you have a little quiche? Wasn't the quiche the coronation quiche? I had a coronation quiche. I had some coronation chicken sandwiches. And was chicken, that one, was that a thing? Chicken sandwiches? That was a part coronation of coronation chicken. Yeah, that's oh, the thing. Okay. It's yeah. sort of like if you've never had coronation chicken before, it's sort of like chicken with mayonnaise, but sort of curry flavored, and also with sultanas. If if you were to be on a reality show, let yes. me just bounce Sorry. this back a second. You've Sorry. got all these different opinions that have it's the hot opinions, yeah? They're the type of things that get you onto reality shows. Yeah. But we also need that general. You said you're beige. Do you think you could bring in that, like, what's the worst thing you've ever done? Oh, the worst thing I have ever done. Now, I do have quite a temper. Oh. A short fuse, as Trevor calls it. So I don't have much time. You know, sometimes I just see red. So the worst thing I ever did was uh, there was um, one time I was having one of my Jubilee parties. It, to be fair, it wasn't a Jubilee at the time, but I just wanted to throw one anyway. Uh, and there was a child cycling up and down the road in front of me. And now he had some very squeaky brakes. And every time he braked, it'd be very squeaky. And I said, listen, Thomas, you need to stop doing that. And he didn't listen to me. Ugh. So I pushed him off the bike. Oh, shit. <laughs> into oncoming traffic. Whoa, that's full on. Mm-hmm. All right, well, look, I think we've really got the whole story there, but uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't say the words. I believe we have a clip. Play the clip. Yeah, man, that was so good. I braked at the last second. Thomas, Thomas, sorry. Hi, you know me, Tracy. I'm printing your mum. Big old Tracy W, huh? Yeah, that's that's me now. You old crone. Watch me do this. Me, darling. I'm 47 <laughs> years old. I'm not old. You're old as shit, lady. Thomas. I'm young blood. Thomas. Now, listen to me. That oh, Those, oh yeah. those oh breaks yeah. have really started. I'm trying to have a nice, relaxing Sunday out on, out on the patio at the moment. And you're disturbing it. So if you don't mind riding your bike up and down somewhere else, that'd nah, be lovely. No, nah, I'm going to keep doing what I want to do. I'll tell you why I'll keep doing what I want to do. Because I'm young and I'm cool and you're old and you suck. <laughs> right, yeah. that's it. <laughs> yeah. Can whoa, you whoa. call it out? Oh, no, don't. Thomas. No. I warned you. Oh. 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 Yeah, that serves you right, Thomas. Oh. I hope he breaks the other leg. Oh. Uh, 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 no, Thomas, uh, no. No, I'm good. Oh, 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 I'm a child. I'm a, t- oh, I'm a child. Stop. I don't care. You need to respect uncle. your elders. Uncle, uncle. No, he's not coming to get you. No, I'm saying, I'm saying, uncle, stop hitting me. No, no, I, I won't stop hitting you. <laughs> what? Oh, oh, oh. Now, oh, oh. go and ride your bike somewhere else, okay? Okay, old lady. I mean, Tracy, I mean, oh. Tracy, what what are you doing to my boy? He wasn't listening to me, and he was riding his bike up and down, and he called me old. He yeah, was- well, maybe he's right. Huh? You ever think about that? 
What? You're running around, kicking up my boy, hitting him. You're throwing me. I saw from a distance what happened there. How old do you think I am? I don't know, like 46. No, seriously, how old do you think I am? I think you're 46. Well, do you know what? I'm actually 47, so I'm not that old, and you think I'm younger than I am. I think 46 is pretty old. 46 is not old. I, I think 46 is old, and you saying you're 47 means you're even more... I'm sorry, I don't want to talk about your age right now. I want to talk about my boy. Boy, come here, come here. Oh, Dad, Dad. Hey, don't... It's okay, it's okay. Let's just clear okay. one thing up. I'm not old. Uh, my boy is hurt. I'm focused on my boy. I don't care about your old crone bones. I don't care about your... You know, your body turning to dust. I don't care about the fact that you're probably going to be on your deathbed soon. That's what it. I care about is. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh. Who's old now? Fino, Dad. Oh. Go on, bring it on. Oh, I yeah, can, yeah. I, I can do three rounds with you. I learned some box in the yeah. 80s. Oh. 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 Karate chopped. You see, boys? Could an old lady do that? Oh. Hey, Dad, I guess an old dog can learn new tricks. How dare you? No, he's, she's holding my face up against an incoming car. I believe that was a clip. Yes, yeah, so that wasn't the best moment of my life. Yeah, I feel like generally when I think of somebody being on a reality show, I don't imagine them holding a boy's face up to an incoming truck. No, but you can just say I'm the housewife with the dirty secret. Oh. You know, that's my little spit. See, I've worked in development for. I know how to sell myself. Yeah, you know how to market yourself. Mm -hmm. yeah, okay, well, how would you, how would you look? I feel like this is the whole episode now. I really want to understand you as a reality show star. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So you've got your little secrets. Yeah. Or your little, your little opinions. Well, actually, I feel like I, give it a, I think we should do this. Do you have a little secrets? Is there like something about your life that's going to spice up? Well, you know something you can reveal at the end of the first season that's like, oh my god. What, that I punched a little boy? Well, I mean, we've got that, of course. That's oh, going to yeah. come into it. But uh, do you have anything that's like, oh, I'm actually da 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 da, and people are going to be like, oh my god. Actually, yes, I do. Oh, here we go. Here we go. So you might think I'm beige as. Only because you told me you were beige. Honestly, I didn't think you were that beige, and then you were like, I'm beige as shit. And I was like, okay. You might think I'm beige as Bondi Beach Sands. Yeah, sure. But actually, I'm secretly an agent. An undercover agent. What? <laughs> what? An under like a For like CSI. 007 kind of CSI. M <laughs> Central F Security Intelligence? Is that what M that is? For MF5. MF5. Is that the British uh, one? What's the MI5? MI6. 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 Or are you part of MF5? <laughs> You can be a part of MF5. You don't have M to be a part of MI6. MF5 is so secret, even MI6 don't know about oh it. Oh my God. Is this like, wait, how, what do you do though? You're see, my mind is blown. You're a secret agent working for MI5. Yes. Well, MF5. MF5. Okay. And what do you do? What's your... Well, my, my secret is to infiltrate uh, ordinary people, go undercover, and then hand them in to the crop. To the cops? To the cops. To the cops. But you're like, you're finding them doing crimes. It's just yeah. very petty level. It's like Batman level. Like MI6, I think, is like stopping a nuke from going off in Prussia. Like you're just... No, no. I'm, it's, you know, I need to have a life as well. You're just an undercover cop, really. Just an undercover cop handing people in. You know, part of the reason I um, had that incident with Thomas is because actually his, his bike brakes were breaking laws on uh, how noisy they were. Oh, and that's why you did that. 
<laughs> That's why you held his face against an incoming truck. Well, partly, and also partly, I've got some emotional issues. I need that to. Um, like yeah. I need to train. So this is going to be the big reveal on the reality show: is that you're a secret agent working for MF5? Absolutely. And all you do is just like general cop busts. Yeah, basically, you know, I just find people with low-level crime, hand them in. I'm. A, I mean, actually, I'm undercover here in hell as well. Oh, what to do? What to. Have some people in to the MF five MF five to hand in people who have already died to MF. Well, this is pretty high level if MF five is operating in hell. I know. Oh my god. So maybe in a few years' time, I might get resurrected. This this is completely one eighty. Your whole thing. I thought you were like wanting to. You, are you still? But you're still wanting to be a reality show star. Absolutely. Ah, uh, is that like that was a part of the gig? Like you had to do it, and then over time you're like, I just really want to be on reality shows. I think I just really want to be on reality shows. I think deep down I'm an attention seeker. Mm. So just despite my double agent life, I just really want people to see me. I think this is part of the problem. You know, if we're gonna delve down into this, we're gonna see. That really my whole life has, you know, been me undercover pretending to be someone I'm not and people not really noticing. My my whole job is people not noticing. I mean, I worked in, in HR for a health firm, for Christ's sake, <laughs> ordering staples. I mean, how how undercover is that? So you're a secret agent who's upset that nobody ever notices them, even though it's like you should be your whole deal. Absolutely. That makes perfect sense to me. That sounds like a good setup. And I can never reveal my identity. No, to anyone. of course not. So, wait. So, is your real name not Tracy Winkleton? Um, no, my real name is. Uh, you don't have to tell me. Seth. I know you want to, and the audience probably cares. But you are a spy, so I don't know if you should say. I am a spy, and actually, my real name is Tracy Winkle Man, rather than Winkle Men. Whoa! That I know, be good. just a little change. Just a little change. Just a tiny, tiny little change. And, you know, causes less suspicion. Some people will be like, oh, her name's going to be completely different. They never think. Right, and what would happen if somebody found out your secret identity? Like, how would they use it against... Do you have a secret family? No, I don't have a secret family. Oh, that's a shame. Trevor's actually my partner in real life. He oh, doesn't... Do Trevor is aware or no? Uh, no, Trevor's not aware. Oh, that's a shame. But that's okay because, we, you know, we love each other very much. Oh, okay. Well, that's nice. Um. Yeah, so I... um. So that's why I want to go on reality TV because I want people to see me and I can't reveal my identity and I'm stuck here until I get my mission complete, you know? Yeah, of course. Yeah, to bust people for to, doing what? For doing, I don't know. Just like doing drugs and stuff? Well, often it's like people who've done bad stuff in the real world and they've ended up here, but they've not been caught yet. So if I sort of spy on them a bit and then I, I, I sort of find out it's definitely then get them to confess, then I can somehow report back to the real world. But then what's know. the persecution? Do you revive them and throw them in a prison cell? Like, what's the yeah. punishment? Well, I don't know. It's, it's other, you know, other people were uh, trying to find the... They come up with the punishment. Okay, what's your current mission, if you can let me know? My current mission? I think we have a clip of you being briefed on your current mission. Play the clip! Oh, good morning. Morning, morning. If you just um, take a seat, we've got the projector up and everything. We're just going to... Okay, um, yeah, let's get my pen out. Yeah, click that open. Okay, so, um, Tracy. Yeah. 
we're, we've been really happy with your work for a really long time. You've been doing great things. Um, honestly, it's really nice to meet you in person for the first time. I feel like I'm always leaving little voice recorders that blow up and whatnot. It's oh. cool to get to, you know, get to know you. Oh, thanks, Peter. <laughs> um, so the reason why we've called you in today for face-to-face is because it's not going to matter anymore if you see our faces, if you know things, because, yeah, I mean, you're, you're going to have to do You what? Um, we're going to have to, we're going to, so we've got a new plan. Mm-hmm. We've got a new plan in place and it's that we've had a lot of people who have been, we've been just about to catch them and then they, you know, we're chasing them down the streets and they swerve their car off the road and they fall into a lake and they blow up or whatever. Um, and we weren't able to persecute them to the full extent of the law. So maybe this will like, actually have a visual de- demonstration if that would help. Um, okay. If we can get the tech guys, we get Q or whatever, they can come in here. Okay, so this is called... Have you seen the second Kingsman movie? Yes. They put like a plastic thing around his face and then it blows up and then he comes back to life. We got that. Wow. Yeah, we did it. We watched the movie and we're like, holy shit, why don't we ever think of resurrecting people? And we just made it. So what we're going to do is we're going to find the people's bodies. You're going to go to hell. Right. Oh, sorry. I kind of like jumped. You're going to die. You're going to be in hell. So you're going to be inside hell. You're going to find them. You're going to be like, oh, you know, you... Didn't pay your taxes. And then you, then we're going to strap this thing on there. You're going to verify the details. We're going to revive them from the dead and throw them in a prison cell. Right. That's lovely. But I've just got two questions. Yeah, sure. You only get two. Okay. You only get two. So don't waste your questions. You only get two. So my first question is, mm-hmm. what cologne are you using today? Oh, it feels like it could be a waste, but it might not be. This is, of course, uh, Andy by Hamish, the Hamish and Andy cologne. <laughs> That I, I actually do own in my house. Oh, lovely. Yep. Um, yep. Second question is, uh, where do you recommend for lunch around here? Um, you want to go to Park Place. They have this cafe on the corner. And Tracy, I feel like your mind isn't... Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, no. Um. Uh. Well, the only things my concerns are, can Trevor come with no, me? No, well, I've just said you don't get another question. So whatever happens now is going to be whatever happens. Well, uh, let's hope Trevor can come with me and you can also bring us both back to life when it's okay, done. Fine. Okay, off the books. Off the books and not monitoring the two-question system. Technically, it's not a question. I'm just giving You're statements. You're making a statement, okay? Off the books. We're going to kill Trevor too. Oh. Yeah, I mean, look, we, we love you guys. You're like the it couple inside our business. We're like Richard and Judy of the of the investigation world. Um, but Trevor might be a little bit different. I just want to warn you now. Okay. Uh, it's just we're going to kill both of you and you're going to have a direct purpose. Um, but Trevor's not going to have any... Because Trevor's not supposed to be in hell, they're not going to be actively tortured. And they're not going to have goals and ambitions. So right. we might have to alter his brain chemistry a bit. I just want to warn you. Oh, yeah. No, I'm sure it's fine. I'm sure nothing weird would happen. No, nothing I'm sure weird. he'll behave pretty similar to how he does now. Oh, absolutely. Um, but just that's just to let you know there might be some differences. Okay. And okay. Um, I hope that when we're back, can we go and live in Spain? Oh, no, that's not a question. That's just a demand. Uh, well, that... That's a question. So I'm just not going to answer that one okay. because I don't know the answer. Uh, so we're just, yeah, they're going to be revived. We throw them in. Pre- it's pretty simple. Um, your first mark, if you want to look up on the PowerPoint here, let me bring down the yep. thing. Turn that on. Okay. So if you just want to look up here, your first mark is Charles Irvin. Okay. Uh, so this is Charles Irvin. Uh, he didn't pay his taxes last year. So we just want to figure out what's going on there. Is he posh? 
Maybe he's got a tax haven in the Maldives. Maybe. Maybe. We don't know. This is completely up to you to do your entire job around him. All we're telling you is this is the mark. They're in hell. And you're just going to find them. Oh, look, there's Rishi Sunak. Is that so, is that a reference to somebody? <laughs> well, it's the British Prime Minister. There we go. I don't know who that is. He didn't pay his taxes either. Who's their name? Rishi Prunak? R- Rishi, Rishi Sunak. God, I feel so uninformed. I feel so called out for not knowing. Okay. You know what? I feel so... I feel so called out that we're just going to kill you now because I don't want to deal with the shame. So I'm just going to bring in the big needle. Okay, so this is going to go directly into your skull. Okay. And you should be more prepped, but I'm freaking out. I feel so ashamed. So it's going to kill you. And I believe that was the clip. Yeah, so that was a confusing time, but um, I'm here on my mission. Yeah, okay. Charles. Um, I don't know why they pulled down Rishi Sunak because he's not dead yet. Maybe they're saying eventually, um, eventually you're probably going to have to investigate so that as well. I'll have to wait another, you know, 50 years or something like that. Okay, so just to quickly go over your entire brief history and what we understand about you, okay? You are an individual who is a spy, who is in charge of doing low-level crimes and punish- punishing and persecuting people. You worked inside a business as a HR at a health department. Uh, your partner was normal, but then they died and got a little bit weird <laughs> inside of hell. Uh, and you're currently on a mission to both catch Charles Irvin for tax fraud as well as becoming a reality show star. That's it. Okay. That's a clean premise to go into this after the commercial break. But before we get back from the commercial break, we of course need to do something first, which is go to commercial. Go to commercial. Nan, I miss you so much. Oh, I miss you too. I just, I'm so glad I brought the Reviver 3000 in order to revive you. And now I'm back from the dead and better than ever, thanks to the reviving technologies of the Reviver 3000. Oh, it's it's great. Would you like a cup of tea, Nan? No, I don't taste anymore. What? I, the, the, some of the side effects include that I have a lack of taste and I no longer fully feel the reality around myself. I feel numb. But Nan, one of your best assets is your cooking skills. But how can you cook if you have no taste? I can still physically do the action. I mean, repetitive motion has helped me develop the skills that I previously had from my life, but I just can't actually enjoy the end product. Nan, this cake is disgusting. It tastes nothing like happiness and childhood. I would never know the difference because I'm numb. (laughs) Oh my God, what have I done? I mean, it's a great product. If it's a great pro- Okay, so let's go back to the drawing board again. Okay, so here's the problem that we're having. Here's the problem that we're having is we either pitch it only to spies because we really only- you know, Spies need it for like pew, 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 you know, whatever the hell they're doing. But when we revive relatives, they're all numb. Yeah. So who is the product for? How do we solve this? How do we solve this? Um... Dogs, like pets and stuff. Pets and stuff. People aren't going to know if the dogs taste as numb. Oh my god, genius. Okay. Okay, run the ad again. Run the ad again. How much is that dog in, in the window? window? <laughs> Pongo? Oh, Pongo, you're back alive again. <laughs> you're the family dog I love so much. <laughs> and now you're back here with me. Mummy, mummy, look, Pongo's alive again. Oh, finally, they're alive through the technology. So let's explain the technology so they understand it. Mm. So it's like a... It's like a strap that you put around and then you it like sucks. Well, the thing is in Kingsman, I think it just like gets the bullet out or something. I don't really know. It like solves the wound of the bullet in the head. Yes, and that could be a physical bullet or a metaphorical bullet. Oh, so maybe even... Will it work 
Will it work on the dog, do you think? Well, there's only one way to find out. Well, that would be killing the dog. I don't know if we should be doing that in the ad. <laughs> Holy shit! Okay, okay, okay. Well, look, we're, te- we're doing it now. We're, t- we're going to test it. Okay. Put it on. Okay. Wrap it around there. Okay, it's barking. It's back? Okay. It's uh, back. Let, let's try a game of fetch. I feel numb. Oh, no. Oh, the dog is saying it feels numb. Oh, God. Oh, people are going to hate that. The, the talking dog part of it's good, though. I know I know what we can use this machine for. Uh-huh, yeah. We need to get a group of teenagers, emo Done. teenagers. I got them. <laughs> I got it. Gather them together. There might only be a few of them. But then now, if we resurrect them... No, we don't kill them. We just bring back more people so they feel more part of a community. Oh, for people who are lonely, but they don't care about other people. They're a bit egotistical. Yeah, that's it. And then we create a a sort of cult-like group of them. And then there's lots of them. So they, they, they then think it's uncool to be sort of numb. And then they become less numb. Okay, okay. I'm I'm feeling I'm feeling ya. I'm feeling ya. I'm feeling ya. Should we keep this all in the ad is my question. Absolutely. I think ads are too short these days. Okay, if you're listening and watching this ad right now, okay, I just want you to know we're working on it. We're working on the yep. intention of why you want to buy it. We'll figure it out, but once we do, then we'll probably do another ad and be like, "Hey, we we did it. Come buy it now." Yes. But for now, probably you can hold off a few weeks. We'll come back. We'll do some testing and then we'll we'll let you know who it's for. Yeah. This is more of like the ad is like, keep you, we'll keep you posted. All right. So, um, I think we were carpooling. So, yeah. Yeah. So, I'm kind of like waiting for you to leave. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah. So, so we, we just... can go together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the noise of the indicator. Yeah. No, no, no. I understand completely. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome back to One Last Late Night Talk Show. Of course, back here with Tracy Winkleman or Winkleman or whatever their thing is. Depending on uh, if you're using my alias or if um, you're using my undercover name. For MF5. MF5. So how is the hunt going for Charles? Um, well, he's still alive. Uh, oh, different Charles. Yeah, the other Charles. Sorry, it's, I'm so obsessed with the... You're, wait, you're also fun. hunting Charles, though? No, I'm just so obsessed with the royal family. Oh, of I course, you did say that. For a second, when you said Charles, that's who you were referring to. But how's the hunt going for Charles Irvin, I think, oh, is Oh, yes. Name. So, well, I've located him. He actually lives three doors down from me. Convenient. And I'm quite a quiet man. Gets on with his business. Um, I can tell he's a bit posh. Mm-hmm. He obviously uh, went to a private school, um, you know, and he's um, he owns a, a a business in Silicon. Have you owned oh, Silicon, like Silicon Valley? Yes. Kinda, yeah. Okay, I get you. I get Silicon you. Silicon Valley. What did they? Um. What did? Have you confronted them at all? No. At the moment, I've just been going around with uh, trays of cakes. Oh. Um, and just, you know, just being a friendly neighbour. Okay, I think we have a clip of you coming around with a tray of cake. Play the clip. Oh, morning, Charles. How's it going? Hey, morning. Morning. Oh, another cake. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's I just so thought kind I'd you, make you huh? a nice lemon drizzle, you know. Hey, um, hey. Yeah? Sorry, I don't want to make this weird or anything. No, um, so, I really appreciate the cake, and it's really, really nice. Um, I just wanted to let you know about, sometimes you go out, and you're like, out 
just a general day and your husband is home uh, and sometimes he comes over and he just kind of stares at, I don't know what he's staring at. He just comes in and he starts staring at my walls or something. I don't oh, know. Oh, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah. Sorry about that. He's, um, I think he's a bit lonely. Oh, okay. You know, maybe he could do with some male interaction around here. Well, that's what I tried. I tried really interacting with him as a male. Like, I was like, you know, what about the football game? I was like, we were talking about you, like saying like, oh, the old missus. But no, he was just pretty intent on talking about bubbles and wood grain. And I don't, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Have you tried interacting with him outside? Uh, like in the in, park? In or the park. In that's the fire parks? Say. Yeah. In the fire um, parks. That's what I'd say. Go there. Well, I mean, I can try to move him around. Look, I, this just really, it's not my job to help him. I'm just no, saying. No, no. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, I've been trying. I just wanted to give you a fair warning. I really appreciate the cakes. It's just your husband has been really weird. So. Yeah, no, no out. worries. Sorry. It just, uh, it reminds me when we both lived together, you know, in the real world. Mm. You know, we just used to like, he was, you should have met him. He was such a jolly man then. And uh, he, you know, was definitely a numbers man, like he loved loved doing like you know spreadsheets and stuff like, oh, like that. Like Sudoku and stuff. Or no, he just loved huh? numbers. He just loved you know. I never had to worry about doing my tax return because he would always do it for me. Oh. Did you have that? I mean, not. Did I enjoy doing taxes? Well, I mean, nobody enjoys doing taxes. No, no, of course not. <laughs> unless you're, you know, Trevor. But. Well, no, I mean, I guess, um, you know, I guess maybe I didn't fully understand it sometimes. You know, mm. like, like I didn't really know how to lodge. Uh, I think maybe for, I mean, we're in house. There's no, I mean, I don't need to hide anything. I guess the last few years when I went to lodge, um, I didn't really understand the forms. So I just kind of didn't. So, you know, like that was some of that. So, so you're saying you didn't do your tax return just to get this right. Uh, yeah. I don't know why you're holding up your shirt and that little black dot on your, I don't know what that is. No, don't worry about that. I've just got a fly on me. Oh, okay. I can try to shoo it if you no, want. No, no, no. no that's okay. fine. If somebody tells me not to shoo a fly, I won't shoo it. Oh, uh, yeah, no. no. Yeah. I guess. Um, and then, you know, since I didn't declare the tax return, I also figured, you know, I don't need to declare some of my offshore accounts. And so I guess, yeah, there's some of that stuff kind of going on. But, you know, maybe that's why I'm in hell. You know, maybe. Oh, maybe. Yeah, eternal uh, persecution. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, yeah. Because you're silicon, silicon stuff, right? Yeah, I work in silicon, so it's a lot of um, rubber and yeah. uh, whatever silicon is. Mm. Uh, so that's been good. That's been really good, actually. I really enjoy doing that. But in how you know, less so. I feel like some of my passions aren't here. Um, yeah. Wow, this is a nice chat. It's it's oh, nice. Oh yeah. Do you know what? If you ever want to talk to me about anything, you know, get anything off your chest, then you can talk to me, darling. Well, I mean, I feel like I've told you everything. I feel like I don't do my taxes. I, yeah. You know, I worked in silicon. Yeah. I feel like what else would even be a part of my life? Yeah. Well, that it's been great talking to you. I'll um. I'm just uh, just gonna go over here. Okay, you've taken one step away from me, and you're just standing in my yard. But that's fine. You want to stand there and not shoo the fly off of you? That's cool. No, no, I'll no go I'm gonna my day. go over here, out of earshot. Okay, well, see you later. Bye. Okay, bye. Agents, did you get that? Yeah, we got it. That's a confession. We're gonna clear a rest. Okay, we've got his body up here. Okay, but we're having some problems with the technology. What? We're trying to wrap it, and it's just, it's not... What is it with men and not knowing how to wrap presents? <laughs> we're, 
we're okay. I know you love razzing us. We're trying up here. Okay, we're gonna we're gonna bring him up. We're gonna arrest him. Okay. And then me straight after. Why? What do you mean you? Well, you said that's part of the deal. I go down here. I catch somebody. You bring me and Trevor back up. Well, no, I don't know if we fully said that. No, was that's okay. exactly what you said. No, I don't know about that. I've I think... got it. I've got it literally recorded. Well, actually, if you look to your right, look at the mailbox to your side. You'll see that it's got a little beep. You can hear that little beep. Yeah. Yeah, go over there and click there. Should be like a message for you. Okay. Your message, your mission, sorry, my apologies. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, since you've pretty much done your last thing, is to do more of the stuff you've previously been doing for eternity. Uh... So what? I'm I'm stuck here. I'm just a recorded message and uh, it's going to expire. So you pretty much, you, it's going to explode too. <laughs> so oh, probably You probably want to take a step away. What happens, if, what happens if I die here? That's like some Inception shit going on. I mean, I'm just a small, it's like a small bit of, I mean, if you've seen Mission Impossible, it's usually like a small explosion. You oh, should be okay. okay. All right. Shit. Honey. Yes, darling. What are you doing outside? You're missing great wall action in here. I'm coming, darling. I believe that was the clip. Okay, so wait, you did, you said you didn't, but it sounds like you confronted him. I, I, you got the full arrest. I got the full arrest. I did it. I solved the mission. Is this why you're so intent on the reality show stuff? Because yes. it sounds like you've just done your whole thing. I've done my whole thing. I need something. I need something, you know? I need a purpose. My mission is complete. And your life sucks. My life does suck. It's awful. I want to leave here and I want to get back out to the real world. Well, I guess you're dead, so you can't really do it, can you? Well, I mean, they gave me a dead... I will find those tapes one day. Well, I mean, and there's a problem there, right? Is the only way to really get out of hell is through... I I mean, I don't even know. Like, resuscitation, it seems like. Or, I don't know, maybe if you did something so holy and worthy, you'd be ripped up to heaven. Oh, my God. That's it. I need to do something good. Not good enough to get me in heaven, but good enough to get me back to the real world. Oh, you do something in the middle. In the middle. Something like a good deed that, you know, like maybe do a half marathon or something or or win a reality TV program, but in a way that you win everyone's heart. Well, I guess, look, you've persecuted somebody who has yep. done something wrong. That's something that's good. Yep. Uh, maybe we can get you to do something good to close out the episode. I think we can get you to do something good. Yeah. I mean, you've got your... How about Trevor. Right? Trevor. He's dealing with some stuff and his his mind is a little bit boggled. He doesn't quite understand. Maybe you can help him understand. Yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, okay. Well, we can bring Trevor in. Let me I'll bring Trevor in. Yeah. Okay. Trevor! Yeah? Come over here. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I've just been standing just out of earshot. Hey! So I'm recording Whoa, this. Oh, there's so many walls in here. I know, and they're all soundproofed. Oh, I love when they're soundproofed. They're so ripply. <laughs> Now, darling, I just wanted to get you in here because we need to talk about your problems. Oh, is this like a, is this like one of those shows where you sit down and narrate your dirty laundry? Is it the reality shows that you wanted to be a part yeah, of? Yeah, it's just like the reality shows. Now, darling, so oh. I just want to um, talk to you about your um, your wall your wall fetish. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm happy to talk. It's actually one of the main things I like talking about. Okay, so we just need to, why, why do you think you like walls and... Mm. What can you do to step away from what might become an unhealthy problem? 
Oh, that's a pretty loaded question. Um, well, as previously discussed, I think the wall stuff is just because I really fucking love walls. So yeah. I don't think there's any like d- deeper meaning behind that. I like the way that they bubble. I like the little, you know, the way that they dry. It all comes out in the dry. Um, I like the, you know, the hollowness, the studiness. These soundproof walls are lovely. They're all ripply and nice to the touch. I've got an idea. How about we move on from walls and we take a step down, a bit like going from cigarettes to e-cigarettes. Okay. We go to a fence. That's and like half a wall. Exactly. Okay. So we move to fences and then eventually... Sell me on fence. Hang on. I, like, I'm not game just to fully... Like I'm really into... like I'm sexually into walls. So if you really want to get me to fences, you're going to have to... Get me off the fence. You're going to have to explain why I would be in defences. Okay. Well, just like think about it. Fences are are out and about. They're proud of themselves. They, they know what they're doing because walls are just on the inside, right? Mm, Whereas the fences- I could fuck that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fences, you know, they know what they're doing. They're out there. They're for the world to see, you know? Oh, yeah. And like they, they, they're a bit more exciting than walls because they come in, in a variety of, of you know- uh, materials they could be made out of timber or metal or metal and sometimes they're pointy and the point is like dangerous yeah and the point is dangerous so and they're short too we stand a short king exactly they're like oh, half the size stand a short king yep so maybe you should just try getting outside the house going for a fence and then after a few months we move away from fences to bushes and then eventually you'll be free Okay, well, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to eventually be free. All I know is now I've got two fetishes. I think fences are part of my new thing. Okay, well, I think this is a good thing. Or oh, a is that a fence thing. over there? Yeah. Ooh, pointy. Okay. Look at those slats. I can, like, climb up on it. Yeah. I- I'm, like, on it and shaking it back and forth. Yeah. Oh, shit. What have I done? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. Oh, God. Wait, wait, wait. Hang on. Look over there. What? There's a splinter of light shooting up. <gasps> I think you might have done it. I'm going back into the real world. You're going? Trevor, are you coming with me or are you staying here? If there are fences... There are fences everywhere. Then I'm coming. Let's go. Well, I mean, I guess if you're going, I might as... No, I'll see you later. Do- no, hang on, hang on. I want to no. know. Fuck. Fuck. Looks like they're gone. <laughs> okay. Well, that was a pretty interesting episode 10, Brentley. We had on a bit of a guest there. They've gone up to heaven or earth or whatever they've done. And we're still stuck down here. That's a... That's pretty unfortunate. Um, it is what it is, though. And, you know, that's the end of the episode. So I guess all we really have time for is to do a little segment of plugs. Uh, if you have anything you would like to promote for the show... You have any upcoming improv shows or different things happening in different locations? For once in my life, no. No, you got nothing. Going on. You as yourself, you got nothing going on. Uh, no, not in a harsh way. No, Do you have nothing going on? I actually, no, I'm nothing. I'm nothing going on right right in this moment. Is there anywhere where they, people can find you online? Oh yeah, can people maybe... people can find me on Instagram. Great, Vicky Cansfield. There we go. Uh, and uh, I'll have some shows 
coming up in the UK in December. So if you're in the UK in December, perhaps for Christmas time, or you live there in general, you can perhaps see uh, Vicky's shows there. Yep, of course, follow their Instagram. They'll be uh, with my group up the antics, and we'll be on at the Wardrobe Theatre in bristol you've got all the details there's no reason why you couldn't be there you've got everything laid out for you of course i'd like to promote bigtoboys.com where you can find this show uh all the past future and present workings of alexander kraus including this very production of course like favor subscribe to the things you do at the end of another show but for this one uh you know share a review da 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 all the usual shit uh, and yeah just that's pretty much it end of the production had a grand old time <sighs> didn't get to go up there. It was pretty, pretty unfortunate. I saw it, Ted. I saw it. I saw the opportunity. I didn't know I wanted it until it was possible. And then I really wanted it. Well, we didn't ask them if their life had meaning. It's fine. Whatever. Okay. So that's pretty much it. Just kind of shooting the shit at the end here. Um, what's that thing we say at the end of the production? Oh, that's right. We say, I have been Clayton Young in perpetuity. <laughs> So we can go together. Okay. Okay. <laughs> That's the noise of the indicator. Yeah, no, no, no. I understand completely. Yeah. yeah. Um, hi. Can I get a big tall boy? <laughs>